Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Advertech Printing, and School Photographers of America. Hello again and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot, and today we're joined by George Varanakis, the strategic advisor of the photo group at Emerald. Hi, George. How are you today? Gary, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We we go back a few years, <laughs> a few. Um, but first, for those who don't know, what is the photo group at Emerald? What does that encompass? That encompasses WPPI, the Portrait Masters, the Portrait System by Sue Bryce Education, um, the new WPPI podcast that we launched two weeks ago, and the Portrait System podcast that is a part of the um, Portrait System Educational Membership Group. And also the venerable Rangefinder. And Rangefinder, yeah. So you got a mix of everything in there. you got publications, you've got uh, online media. And you've got physical events. That's a, that's a lot to bring in. So I can't think of a better person to manage that than yourself. For those who aren't aware of you, boy, I'm really I'm really putting it on thick here, aren't I? So yeah, this is great. <laughs> so for those who may not know of you, uh, what's your what what is your background? Because you really have touched on every single one of those areas in the past. That is very true. Um, you know, I started out of college at Rangefinder selling advertising and an old magazine that used to be there called photo lab management uh that I was remember that well we competed yeah. against yeah. them back in the pma days yeah so i was just a young snot-nosed kid back then selling advertising and then uh i left and came back a couple years later uh when skip cohen was named president he asked me to come back and be the uh sales rep for the east coast was there for 10 years watched the rise of wppi uh, go from, I think when I started that we were at 3000 attendees, I think. And then when I left in 2012, I think we were around 15,000 attendees. Yeah. It was quite a rise. And, you know, those days with Rangefinder, God, I think in 2007, eight, we averaged around 250, 300 pages. I mean, yeah, it was, uh, it was great times back then. Yeah, that was really, uh, you know, that was sort of at the the tail end of the PMA days. And I remember that was sort of the WPPI was the hot show, right? That was the show you're competing with Imaging USA primarily for that market. And you guys really did a great job of creating a community around kind of the entry level photographer and then the, the photographers who would come in and mentor them, right? So there's that mentor mentee kind of community that really just blew that show up it was uh it was an unbelievable kind of trajectory of that show it really it really did just blow up and we just had such an incredible staff mm -hmm. that uh, you and i were talking earlier before about skip uh really being a visionary and bill herter being the one of the best editors and you know skip and bill were mentors to me uh, Arlene Evans, who I'm still working with after 20 years, which is pretty mm -hmm. hilarious, has come back to WPPI. Uh, we really had an incredible run. It mm -hmm. was, we had a blast. They really, we had mm -hmm. so much fun every day coming up with new ideas and how to grow the show. Mm -hmm. That was really one of the best parts of, 
of my career really and it showed it showed in the event it was a joyful event when you went it was it, it was a good time it was had by all but you chose to leave in 2012 and where did you go from there you did something in the industry but different i did i went to uh creative live mm-hmm. and i was there for three years moved up to seattle craig swanson who was the co-founder of creative live recruited me up there and again that was it was such a different it was a completely different experience than what I had at WPPI and Rangefinder, and that it was it was live streaming education. Right. And I was the head of education, so I was recruiting all the instructors. And then we did some really amazing events like Photoshop Week, which were basically kind of like our online conferences before there were really online conferences. Right. Uh, we did Photo Week, and those things were just huge flagpole events um for us every mm-hmm. year those are really fun to create as well and i learned just a ton and then from there in 2015 um craig and i and aaron anderson who is now the brand leader for the photo group mm-hmm. uh, um, all kind of came together after creative live and decided to start we started uh, in 2016 the wedding school with susan stripling and um sue bryce education and the portrait masters mm-hmm. And I was there for five, let's see, six years. And then we were acquired by Emerald uh, in April of 2021. What's interesting is you made the jump from kind of the physical space to the virtual space, the online learning space, which is, you know, for in that era, that was like anathema. You didn't, you know, the 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 virtual people were almost a threat to the physical event people, right? Because there's really not an idea that you know, one was going to cannibalize the other. And I think what's happened is it's been shown that they can enhance each other. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And we didn't do any physical events um, at Creative Life. We did kind of some smaller ones. Mm -hmm. But really what we found when we launched Super Education and the Portrait Masters and then eventually launched the conference was the Subarise Education really fueled the Portrait Masters Conference. It was all the members that now had a place to meet, engage, network, meet with vendors. And it right. just became our Super Bowl every year. Moving forward, you kind of come back home. You're back home to the WPPI. Photo industry people tend to come back home, you know, in the sense that it's a hard industry to get away from once you're embroiled in it. It um, really is. Really so, is. but, you know, you walk into a situation, it's post-COVID, things haven't been great in the event space overall. A lot of, you know, photo keynote has been canceled. There's been some struggles in the photo world, um, but you've got a chance to assess the situation almost from the ground up in the sense that post-COVID, you can kind of see what needs to be done and act on it. Uh, what's your assessment of WPPI and where where is it going to be going in the near term? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, w, I bleed WPPI, I guess blue is what it's always been the, the logo color. I think it's a teal now, um, having basically grown up at that show mm-hmm. being there from 2002 to 2012, I learned so much back then. And I've always loved that show and having the opportunity to come back and just this full circle type of thing and see the show where it is today. The industry is different. It is, uh, it's in a much different space than what it was 2012. But with that said, I think we've seen a lot of momentum of people wanting to come back to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give Imaging USA and PPA a lot of credit. They had a great show in January and, and we're seeing some of that momentum mm-hmm. carry over into our show this year. So 
I'm really excited to where it goes, um, to where this, this show goes mm -hmm. and where we end up attendance wise. But also, I mean, we came in in mid-December, so there wasn't a ton of things we could do. But the things we did do, I think, enhancing the experience of the attendee and also the vendors, too. Mm -hmm. We want to make this more of an experiential show. What we right. learned at, at the Portrait Masters was an experiential show. People wanted to be able to shoot and do you know, shoot in the shooting bays and do different things. And it keeps people engaged throughout those three days. Right. What we did is we brought in, um, we've got about 12 to 15 shooting bays that are going to be on the show floor at WPPI. Uh, we've added more photo walks. The photo walks sell out fat. It's just unbelievable. We'll right. put them out. They sell out in 10 minutes. Right. So what we're kind of seeing and learning is that people want that experience just walking up and down trade show aisles like they used to that's not the future of really i don't think any shows but this show in particular mm -hmm. i think they just have to be a lot more experiential moving forward mm -hmm. and so that was the one thing that we really wanted to lean into having learned it from the portrait masters is let's bring more of an experience on the trade show floor and for those who haven't marked it on their calendar, when is the WPPI show and where is it? It's in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Mirage, um, March 5th through the 9th. Okay. So it's coming up fast, so you better get your tickets. The uh, Mirage is a little different venue than the classic MGM. Why was that uh, choice made? On, to, 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 I mean, keep it in Las Vegas, obviously, because it's a great convention town. It's easy to get to. Rooms are affordable and it's it's easy to get around in. But why did you change the venue from the classic MGM? That's a great question. I wasn't here when they decided to move it. I think they went from the MGM to the convention center to right. the Mandalay. And I think they realized after going to the convention center in Mandalay that WPPI's needs to be at a host hotel, like one hotel, not with like when you're at the convention center or at Mandalay, there's four other shows going on. And, right. you know, to really engage with that community, yeah. you have to have a home and yeah. it's got to be the only show going on at that hotel. Plus to have a place where people can uh, pull themselves aside and have a side conversation pretty easily right. or have, or if a vendor wants to have a sweet party or something like that, that's, that can happen. Totally get that. So um, you've added the more experiential stuff that people said. So how, how, what's been the response? You know, we're a few weeks out. Um, are the, are the, how's the buzz been on the show? Have you seen people coming in who have, may have not been there the last few years because of the pandemic? Uh, yes, both attendees and uh, vendors. Um, we have Canon and Nikon who were there. I believe Nikon was there last year, but not the year before. Canon's in, Fuji is in. Um, I don't believe Fuji was there the last couple of years. So mm -hmm. that's really exciting. Then we have a lot of other vendors mm -hmm. coming that have been there in the last couple of years as well. I think the other thing that we really want to hit on is we're going to bring the energy back to this show. Mm -hmm. And if you remember kind of back in the days of when it, in its heyday, there were thousands of people at the front door ready to <laughs> pound that door down and get into the trade show. And so right. we added a DJ. We're going to be giving away a ton of free prizes. Like mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of energy on that show. We've got uh, the WPPI lounge, which will be doing 20 minute demos mm -hmm. uh, hour on the hour. So those type of things I think are going to bring a lot of energy to the show. Well, I think that sort of viewpoint is really what's necessary. Cause I think, you know, you can sit and sit in front of a screen and learn something, which is not different from sitting on a chair in a, in a room 
having someone speak to you. There's no any difference to that. So the difference you can make with a physical event or a destination event is by doing hands-on, doing tutorials, doing short things, you know, just showing people things. Because, And I think photography is uniquely suited to that. I would agree. I mean, really, it's suited to that more so than almost any other industry. I mean, you can sit there and watch a lighting demo and pick up things, a posing demo, a Photoshop demo. There's all kinds of things that you can really showcase uh, on the show floor for people to learn where they're not just like walking up and down. It's like you're learning, you're shooting, you're getting this this information from different instructors in the industry that you've looked up to your whole career. So I think that's what really lends itself to a positive experience at WPPI. So what about some of the other pieces in the photo group family? How are they fitting into the events um, opportunity? That's a great question. So we're doing a uh, special cocktail party for uh, Subrace education members um, the night before the show starts to really kind of engage them. And I think we have over 500 uh, attendees just from the Subrace education side. As I said, we're adding a lot of shooting bays that are going to be styled by the portrait masters. We've got all the font backdrops of the one that Annie Leibowitz uses, Sue Bryce uses, and we'll have uh, models in those shooting bays. So I think that's going to just make the show, enhance the show that much better. And then uh, what are some of the other events or pieces of the photo group going forward? Like you said, you came on board in December and there's really not much you could do, right? I mean, you could tweak some things, but you're, you're probably looking, you know, April and beyond what's going to be, what's, what's the plan? Sure. Well, what we have done, I think the the one thing that we really wanted to also lean into, and again, going back to things we've learned in the past, was really re-engage this community. And so what we've done, we launched about a month ago, every Wednesday at noon Pacific time, we do um, a YouTube live. And we have Elena Blair hosting them. And it's basically bringing on other instructors to kind of talk about their class at WPPI. We give away prizes. We answer a lot of questions because people have a lot of questions going into the show. So it's really kind of re-engaged the community. We want to do more of that uh, moving forward. And uh, after the show, we'll probably do them once or twice a month. And then we also launched the WPPI podcast. Uh, We'll have the Portrait Masters Conference, which will be happening in Phoenix in September. And I believe that's uh, September 12th through the 15th. That is going to be a very experiential show where we're planning to do, you know, buses to Sedona to do shoots and, you know, hikes and people back to do different shoots. It's going to be a very, very experiential show. And, you know, talking about the future, those are the type of things that I see WPPI moving into as well is, you know, busing out to the graveyard and doing shoots like that and doing all kinds of just different types of hands-on learning throughout the show. We have a lot of it now. I think it's going to expand five to tenfold for 24 and beyond. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's really where, again, the the business opportunity is because, you know, anybody who's selling a product or has a service, it's, you know, the online stuff is great. And even a trade show booth is fine, but really until you can put it something in the hands of somebody and let them work with a light, work with a stand, work with a background, work with a camera body, you don't really know. Um, so that's where I think a, a event uh, like a WPPI are extremely useful, not only for professionals, but for those getting into the business. Oh, no doubt. You know, I think WPPI over the years has always been that show for 
the photographer that one to five year in business. Mm-hmm. I think Imaging USA is maybe a little bit more established. Right. Photographer that goes to their show. I mean, I think there's room for both, but especially the newbies kind of coming in, and this has always been kind of a newer attendee type of show, mm-hmm. newer photographer. This has a lot of things where you can learn mm-hmm. on the show floor, at the you know photo walks, uh, in the seminars. So that that works well for WPPI. On one hand, this is a very traditional industry in the sense that, you know, photography has been around for, you know, over 100 years, 150 years, right? But the technology has changed. And there's always like new things that are happening um, that people are trying to incorporate video and some other things. Have you had to address that sort of tension where you have people say, no, I just want to have lighting and posing and those kind of things. And other people are saying, no, you got to have how to edit a TikTok video or something like that. How do you how do you deal with that tension? That is a great question. We have added, we do have a, a video track mm-hmm. uh, at our show. We have, I believe they've had it for the last few years. I think there's definitely more demand for those type of classes mm-hmm. and we'll be adding them for 24 in a, in a much bigger way mm-hmm. uh, next year mm-hmm. for sure. And probably drones too, right? I mean, drones are like a crazy thing at weddings. It's almost like you're at a, at a you know, somebody storming Normandy or something with these things in the air whenever you go to a wedding now. I know. Um, there have been drone photography classes, and we'll definitely look into it for for twenty four. So it's just it's endless opportunity, is what I'm hearing coming from you. Now, where can people go if they haven't registered for WPPI and need to get on the bandwagon this year? Where do they go? Just WPPIonline.com will tell you everything you need to know, and you know we're going to shake this up. This is going to be a really fun show. It's going to be a different show than years past. Uh, it'll be a much different show moving forward. We recognize what's going on in the industry. And I think for this event to be really successful moving forward, it's going to turn into a much more experiential show. And that's not only like you're going to see that type of thing at this show this this year. Canon's got shooting bays uh, in their booth. Fuji, are, they're doing sponsored photo walks with like the lookalikes from the cast of The Hangover and... Mm-hmm. Elvis is going to be marrying people. There's all kinds of these awesome, fun events. We're also bringing back the parties that they haven't had in years past. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a really fun experience. It's also going to be a very educational experience for uh, for the attendees. So we're really excited. And the numbers have kind of really picked up over the last month. So I think we're going to have a great show. Well, great. Well, best wishes, George. Thank you so much for being with us and uh, looking forward to keeping in touch and continuing to inform our folks about the opportunities with WPPI's photo group and uh, have a great week and a great show. Gary, thank you so much. I've been a huge fan of the podcast for years and uh, I'm just really excited that you had me on. So thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.